Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. We awoke yesterday morning to hear that a small submarine ferrying tourists to the wreck of the Titanic some two hours below the ocean's surface had disappeared. A desperate search underway right now for a tourist submarine that vanished while exploring the Titanic shipwreck over in the Atlantic Ocean. It was launched yesterday for a six-hour tour of the historic shipwreck, but it never resurfaced. Today, we're answering all the questions you have about the Titan submersible and its passengers and how it could possibly have gone missing with all the technology it has on board. But first, news headlines for Wednesday, June 21. The search for the missing Titanic tourist sub continues with hopes fading they'll be able to find the five passengers in time. The onboard emergency oxygen will last until Thursday morning local time, but with 19,000 square kilometres of open ocean already scoured by a combined international effort over two days, no sign of the sub has been spotted. US and Canadian air and sea crews are already involved in the search. France is also sending a ship equipped with a deep-sea diving vessel after it was revealed one of their citizens was also on board. Rescuers hope that the crew were able to drop weights and rise to just under the surface, the alternative being they're on the ocean floor, which will make a rescue in time almost impossible. Internet personality Andrew Tate will face trial charged with human trafficking and rape. Tate, his brother Tristan and two others will stand trial for crimes allegedly committed against seven women that they reportedly seduced by falsely saying they wanted to have relationships with them or even marry them before involving them in their webcam business. Tate himself charged with raping one of the victims while Tristan has been charged with instigating others to violence. A trial date has not yet been set. Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe has revealed that she is now fully backing the No campaign for the Voice to Parliament after a breakdown in negotiations with the federal government over implementing the recommendations from the 1991 Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody and the 1997 Bringing Them Home report. Thorpe had previously said she would not back the No campaign but would not be supporting the Voice either, wanting treaty before Voice, but says after negotiations with the government over the two areas, 
barriers broke down, she decided to back the No campaign and is now vying to be part of the group writing the pamphlet that will go out to all Australians in the lead-up to the referendum later this year. Thorpe says she pushed to have all the recommendations from the two reports to be implemented, saying they are three decades old and have self-determining solutions from the people themselves, but that the government came back with nothing more than excuses as to why they couldn't do it. US President Joe Biden's son Hunter has agreed to plead guilty to two charges of willfully failing to pay income tax and enter into an agreement that could see him avoid a conviction on a gun-related charge. Hunter Biden received an income in excess of $1.5 million over 2017 and 2018, but did not pay any income tax during those years, despite owing in excess of $100,000. The two counts are misdemeanours, but a deal is being struck where Biden can enter into a pre trial diversion agreement over a firearm charge, an alternative to prosecution that's sometimes used to allow defendants to avoid prison or a criminal conviction. Hunter Biden's lawyer Christopher Clark says he believes the five-year investigation into his client, instigated by former President Donald Trump and his Republican allies, who accused him of wrongdoing relating to Ukraine and China, is now complete and Hunter's taking responsibility for mistakes he made during a period of turmoil in his life, the president's son admitting he has struggled with substance abuse. New research from the Lowy Institute has found Australians are increasingly concerned about foreign operators conducting cyber attacks after a series of high-profile data breaches over the past nine months. Seven in ten people surveyed in the poll identified the issue as a critical threat. The University of New South Wales Cybersecurity Director Rob Nichols attributing the concern to the reach of the Optus, Medibank and Latitude financial data breach cases, saying all of a sudden cybersecurity started to affect the majority majority of adult Australians. The attacks resulted in more than 28 million personal accounts accessed by hackers and data stolen. Experts believe the criminals responsible hail from Russia, with increasing attacks originating from China, North Korea and Iran. That's your latest news headlines in a moment. Today's Deep Dive. A massive search and rescue operation got underway on Sunday local time after a tourist submarine headed to check out the sunken Titanic wreck in the mid-Atlantic Ocean went missing. It takes two hours for the sub to descend to the Titanic's depth, but an hour and 45 minutes into the dive, the ship up above lost contact. One of those passengers was almost immediately identified as British billionaire businessman Hamish Harding, the 58-year-old posting updates on social media in the lead-up to the dive, saying because it was the worst winter in 40 years, the mission was likely to be the first and only manned mission to the Titanic in 2023. Harding is the chairman of Action Aviation and is known for his adventuring, having already flown into space on board Blue Origin's fifth human crewed flight. He's been to the South Pole and currently holds three world records, including one for the longest time spent at full ocean depth during a trip to the Mariana Trench. His last social media post proclaimed that a weather window had just opened up and they were going to attempt to dive the next day his company confirming he was aboard the vessel as it descended on Sunday. 
OceanGate, the company who runs the tours, gives details of the US $250,000 per person trip billed as a chance to step outside everyday life and discover something truly extraordinary on their website. The guests set off from Newfoundland in Canada on a ship called the Polar Prince, travelling over 600 kilometres into the mid-Atlantic. The sub, which is carried aboard, will then be crewed by a pilot, three paying guests and a content expert. The underwater adventure taking a total of eight hours from descent to back on board. CBS correspondent David Pogue, who went on the trip in 2022, explained to the BBC that the sub is a bit homemade, passengers having to sign a waiver that described it as an experimental vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma or death, but that it has had some very educated people working on it. One-of-a-kind submersible, it's five-inch thick carbon fibre and I have to admit I had some qualms getting on that thing because a lot of the components are off the shelf, sort of improvised. For example, you steer this sub with a game controller, an Xbox game controller. Uh, Some of the ballast is abandoned construction pipes that are sitting on shelves on the side of the thing. And the way you detach the ballast is you get everybody on board to lean to one side of the sub and they roll off. But the CEO and inventor of the sub, Stockton Rush, reassured me that all of that stuff might be a little improvised, but the part you care about, the capsule that contains people and oxygen, was co-designed with NASA and the University of Washington, and it's rock solid. The Titan, according to OceanGate, is outfitted with state-of-the-art lighting and sonar navigation with internal and external 4K video and photographic equipment that they use to survey the Titanic's damage and decay. We are inside the submersible Titan, which is a carbon fibre and titanium sub that can go to the depths of the Titanic. That's OceanGate CEO and founder Stockton Rush describing the Titan submersible to the BBC. This is the only toilet available on a deep diving submersible. Best seat in the house. You can look out the viewport. We put a privacy screen in, turn up the music. We've taken a completely new approach to the sub design and it's all run with this game controller and these touch screens. So if you want to go forward, you press forward. If you want to go back, you go back, turn left, turn right, go down, go up and it's Bluetooth, so I can hand it to anybody. And it's meant for a 16-year-old to throw it around and super durable. We keep a couple of spares on board just in case. He says the passengers are generally wealthy explorers who enable scientists to continue their research on the Titanic structure and the environment around it. We're funded by what we call mission specialists who help support the mission. So they take quite a bit of money to come and join us. And we really are focusing on the science around it. We want to document what the wreck is like now and also try to predict what it'll be like in the future. Sensors attached to the Titan submersible continually monitor the pressure as it dives, assessing the integrity of the structure. If something isn't holding, it will provide an early warning detection to the pilot, who will then have enough time to safely return it to the surface. David Pogue detailed how those inside the sealed capsule cannot escape it on their own, even if they do manage to get it to the surface, as the bolts that close it are on the outside usually opened by the crew who remain aboard the Polar Prince. 
The Titan submersible also has seven different measures in place that work to bring it back to the surface. Pogue saying that if that hasn't happened, it's concerning that the sub may possibly have sprung a leak or become trapped. The craft does have four days' worth of oxygen on board for a crew of five, rescuers racing against time to locate it and release its stranded passengers. The Coast Guard has sent two C-130 Hercules aircraft to scan the water's surface, looking for the sub in case it has made it up, but isn't able to communicate with the Polar Prince. But rescue efforts are hampered by the location's remoteness. A P-8 aircraft equipped with underwater sonar has also joined the search, listening for the vessel under the water. GPS and radio do not work underwater, so there's currently no way for the Titan to verbally communicate with the world above. The Polar Prince able to send short texts to it as it descends, but loses that contact shortly after. The craft then sends a ping every 15 minutes to the surface so that the boat can track its location. It does not have GPS. It relies on those at the surface to guide it. The final ping was sent around 12am Australian Eastern Standard Time, showing the Titan sitting directly above the Titanic. After that, silence. That final message from below has led some to believe the sub may be trapped inside the shipwreck, and the major issue with a rescue operation at that location is that currently the Titan is the only submarine able to reach that depth. There are other vessels that can do deep water rescue, but they fall short of the Titan's capabilities. So even if they went down to find them, they couldn't reach them at the Titanic's nearly 4,000 metre depth. The US Navy's Undersea Rescue Command can only reach 600 metres. At the time of this podcast being recorded, the identities of the other crew members had not been made public, But Hamish Harding wrote on finding out that he would be joining the crew for this mission last year that a couple of legendary explorers, some of which have done over 30 dives to the Titanic since the 1980s, would be joining him. There are reports one of those explorers is Stockton Rush, the tour company CEO you heard earlier. The pilot is believed to be 77-year-old French national Paul-Henri Nargelet, the director of underwater research programs at premier exhibitions RMS Titanic. Pakistani-born businessman, 48-year-old Shahzada Dawood and his 19-year-old Suleiman, who are both British citizens, are also believed to be in the sub. As of this podcast going to air, they still haven't been found. The Quickie is produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Kelly Borg, with audio production by Madeline Joannou.